Good morning. Welcome to Daily Devotions for Wednesday, the uh, 18th. I'm glad you're with me today. I'm posting up a little bit earlier than I have the last two days of the week. So yesterday we talked about power. Today I wanted to talk about treasure. Um, and I wanted to point out something in the text that I found um, interesting that helped me think about it in a different way. And remember, we're doing Matthew 25, and we're reading the parable of the talents. And I'm actually going to read the whole thing today and let you hear it one way, and then I'm going to put another word in it so you can hear it another. So just listen. For it is as if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. And remember last week we said, or yesterday we talked about to his power or capability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had the two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I've made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You've been trustworthy in a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with the two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I've made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You've been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave, you knew, did you, that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one with the ten talents, for to all those who have more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So, remember this is a parable. It's a story that Jesus is telling. It doesn't have one meaning, and its meaning could be different, even depending on who you are. He's trying to open people's hearts and minds to deeper truths. And so, therefore, the words matter and how we interpret them matter and how we envision them matter, how that story plays together. So I want to talk about the literal meaning of verse 14. For it is as if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. The literal meaning of that word is treasure. And so in this context, it seems like property or it seems like what he owns. But I think it's interesting to put the word treasure in there and keep it at a base and use that as a meaning. Because we get lost or I get lost. I'll speak for myself. I get lost in the talent language and thinking about it just in terms of money. Now, the parable flows in terms of money, and I'm not really saying it's not about money, but I don't think it's just about money and just about economics and just about those resources, especially when you think in terms of treasure. I mean, what, what's, think about what a treasure is. What's your treasure? What's the thing that you value? 
What's the thing that you find precious? What's the thing that you uh, that you cherish the most? It, it might be an item or something, right? It, it, it might be uh, might be that. Um, it, it might be that thing. It might be a person and a relationship you have. I think it can be all of those things. Um, but think about it for a minute. What's your treasure? That thing that you find just so amazing and wonderful. And how do you feel when someone abuses it or doesn't honor it or doesn't acknowledge that it's valuable or diminishes your treasure somehow? Play with the parable a little bit like that in your heart and in your head. Because this man takes his slaves and he trusts them with the thing that he values the most. And now it plays out in money, but what if it's not intended to just be money? What if the slave's property, and in this case it's uh, not slave, the master's property, in this case it's clearly supposed to be Jesus. He's talking about himself. Um, well, it's not money. What is it? Is it people? Is it the world? Is it life? He entrusts that to them. And I think the cool thing about the story that he tells is two of them are really excited about that. The, the, Jesus tells the story in a way that makes it very clear. They immediately went off. The one who had received five talents went off at once and traded with them and made more. And th there's an element of excitement and connection to how they feel about this treasure as well as how their master feels about this treasure and then you have the other guy with the one talent who says i'll find it in the same way the one with but the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money they leave off or jesus leaves off the that immediately takes off excitedly part of the text and just has him going and, and burying it, not honoring it, not acknowledging it's, I mean, how would you feel if someone took your treasure and buried it in a dirty hole, right? I think that's what's going on here is that God's given his people his church, you, me, Jesus gives us this world and the people in it to treasure and cherish. And that means we treasure and cherish each other. That means we treasure and cherish ourselves like Jesus treasures and cherishes um, his servants and slaves in here. And I think, so there's that piece of, of that. So just think about that. Um, and, and I'll let you make the connection. I'm not going to make any any connection specifically, you know what your treasure is and how valuable it is to you and, and that God entrusts that. Well, how just You can think about it yourself. But if you go back in this story to chapter 24, verse 45, Jesus tells another teaching about a faithful and unfaithful slave. And it's right before this story. So we have the faithful, unfaithful slave. We have the 10 bridesmaids. And then we have the talents. They're connected. But listen to this. Who then is the faithful and wise slave whom his master 
puts in charge of his household to give to the other slaves their allowance of food at the proper time. That somehow, as these stories come together, there's this element of taking care of people, of taking care of life. That God's household, that Jesus' household, is this world, this place, these people, and that we're, we're tasked with taking care of them, and therefore we're tasked with taking care of each other. Um, I hope that someone's taking care of you today. Um, if they're not, call me, and we'll we'll do our best together to take care of each other. Um, if they are, God bless you, and share that and spread that around. To the person who left uh, the, the blessing note on my door, uh, I deeply appreciate you. Thank you for that. You know who you are if you're watching. Um, for, for all of you supporting each other, this church, your pastors, your staff in this time, thank you. Um, you're, you're all loved and cherished and treasure uh, to me. So have a blessed day.